Hello, and welcome to Flicks in a Six. I'm one of your hosts, Anthony Costanza, with me forever and always, the man, the, the myth, the wascally weapon. <laughs> you almost didn't I, I almost out. screwed it up before I got there. <laughs> you almost didn't the, get it I out. called you the with. Like, that's what was happening yeah, in my yeah. head, and I had to stop it, because I knew the W's were coming. So, spoiler alert, I accidentally saw that in there, so I knew it was coming. I figured. Which is why I started laughing as you were fucking it up, because <laughs> I realized I was what you it? were doing, the, and how you were fucking it up. The problem here is, there's now beer everywhere. Yeah, these were really, ju- these honestly, were really juicy beers. <laughs> it's, it's really fun. Um, our main topic for this episode is going to be, why him? And we're going to talk a little bit about comedies as a whole here. But first, Al... What are we drinking? I didn't even say who the myth was. Yeah. But at this point, it's me. if you're this far, <laughs> you know. Surprise. Ooh, is... um, yeah, so what we're drinking is a Graysale Brewing of Rhode Island flagship ale. <laughs> There's beer all over the computer. Yeah, no, it's It's great. If this fries midway through the episode, I'm posting it anyway. Good. Uh, that'll be fun. Uh, that'll be a different version of our listeners' games. Um, yeah, it's the flagship ale from Graysale Brewing. Uh, it is a cream ale. Uh, and this is what it says on the can. It says, thank you for hoisting our flagship ale. First brewed on 11-11-11, flagship ale has charted the course for Grace Ale Brewing of Rhode Island. Our golden-colored cream ale offers great balance between malty sweetness and noble hop bitterness. This gold medal winner is the perfect session beer for any occasion. Cheers, from John and Allen. Yeah. Cheers. So with that. That's a cream ale. Yep. Uh, this one's a little, it's a little drier than some that I've mm-hmm. had. Mm-hmm. Uh, for instance, the one that I know best is the uh, Newberg cream, which we have not featured because I've drank a lot of them in the past. Shocker. Um, I was talking about a Newberg beer. <laughs> it's going to keep happening. Uh, <laughs> um, no, but that's, that's the one that I've had the most. I've had a couple other ones. And uh, that one is a little more on the creamy side of the cream ale. Um, this one has got a very dry um, taste to it. It's very noble. With the noble hops taste to it, I will give it a a, a good. Yeah, that's good. It's yeah. good to celebrate. Uh, it's that's, that's my that's my rating scale. You're not gonna have a lot of like high points with the cream ale. The point of it's why it's the flagship beer of this brewery. It's the flagship beer of Newberg. Um, it's hard to get it wrong. Mm-hmm. It's hard to fuck it up. Uh, it's you you know what you're getting with it for the most part. Uh, there's very little variance within it. I think unless you. Make like a, a raspberry cream ale or something, which I don't think I've ever had one of those. Hmm. But um, yeah, it just it's most. I'm basic listening. <laughs> <laughs> just um, it's at its most basic. It, it's it's like it's the ale equivalent kind of of like a pilsner in that sense, where it's like it's just very light and easy drinking. And if there's any bold flavor in it, that it's probably quote unquote wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, it's a solid beer. Uh, it's one that you could just drink several of. It'd be perfect. Uh, in is, our current setting, well, not this one. Is, it's much more comfortable here than it is upstairs. Is that what makes a session beer? Yes, that's the whole point. That, that's yeah. When anytime you hear a session Drinking beer, session. Yeah, that's what it says on there. Uh, anytime you hear a session beer, like the whole point of that is, it, is it means it's a beer that you can knock down six or seven or eight or ten or however now, much you have tolerance for. I was gonna say, is that is that gonna be based on like the style and lightness of the beer, or is that gonna be based on the alcohol content? Uh, both go into that sort of thing, but typically that's actually more of a reference to uh, the drinkability. Actually, like okay. if you think of a beer that's like a really bold, like hop forward IPA or something like that, or really bold. Like stout, Should hop forward. Yeah, that's a thing. As opposed to hopping backwards. No, as opposed to malt forward. You would know, you rascally rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> and we came first full circle on Nailed that it. Woo! <laughs> Stuck the landing. Yeah. Well, ten yeah. out of ten After across that the board. Rough start. <laughs> yeah. Well, 
No, that's why the Russian judge hits you with an 8.7. I, but <laughs> I did just discover that there is also beer on the screen. Nice. Fantastic. But I'm okay with my, it. Uh, my, my computer survived. Uh, there's definitely some on the table in front of me. Um, yeah, no. Uh, no, hop forward means, like, when you taste, like, the beer, like, the first thing you're getting is just the hops, as opposed to something that's malt forward, in which it's very sweet, it's almost syrupy. Not, like, over the top, but, like, the, the sweetness is the first thing impression that you get mm. of a beer um this is a very balanced beer and i think it, i'm pretty sure i've read that on the can um a great balance between multi sweetness <laughs> and noble hop bitterness um, that balance though yeah so this beer should be balanced it really shouldn't be too hoppy or multi let's talk about this can okay you know i like my cans i know you do you love can art i'm liking this can yeah it's pretty sweet let a schooner you're asking the wrong person <laughs> peanut gallery <laughs> oh yeah by the way this episode is filmed in front of a live dominic <laughs> nice. This is there's all sorts of stuff going on here. There is uh, we're there in a, is we're a different gallery. location. We're in a different location. We're in Al's we're in Al's place. Yes. We're in the basement. Yep. We're on a table that makes significantly more noise than my table. Than your very loud table? Yeah. <laughs> um there is people upstairs. Our mothers, yes. actually. Um if So you're gonna hear some noise. There's some screeching uh, <laughs> going on upstairs. Um squawking. And we actually have a we have we have another cousin sitting in sitting in and listening. Say, yes. hello. Say hello, Dominic. How's it going, everyone? I was actually the one to bring the flagship <laughs> ale. Six. Of course, you're just going to jam yourself right into the like episode. Like it. <laughs> I love it. Yes. Hey, hey, hey. Thanks. I told you to sit quietly. <laughs> <laughs> and now I have beer on my screen, too. <laughs> Thanks for the beer. Now shut the hell up. No, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Love you, cuz. You speak um, when spoken to. Which, damn. Fair. You, he, he you, was. you were spoken to. <laughs> he was. was spoken but going forward, though. <laughs> um, that is where the Waskly Wabbit came in. Yes. It's Easter. Easter? Um, this you won't will, hear this until weeks from now. Tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, it's going to... You got, we got, what, two other episodes coming out before this side? Yeah. Oh, so... Yeah, two weeks from now. Yeah. will be Three. when you hear this. Right. Um, I'm not going to do the math on it. You nope. guys do it. Two weeks in a day. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Some, some jam like that. Um, something something happened. Something happened. Something happened this week. Oh, yeah. Before this recording. Yeah, sorry. We're going to go off. This is this was only semi-planned. Um, again, this may sound odd to you guys two weeks from now. Insert. Two weeks ago. Lightsaber powering on sound. There you go. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. It was a, Episode it was, A trailer dropped. Anticipation rising <laughs> <laughs> from within. Can you feel it? Are you the anti- your nipples? <laughs> well, no. It's actually. I'm very sore. Okay. Those of you who don't know me, awkward. Like, like a lot of our listeners, like I don't think don't know us so mm. well. Um, was checking out who follows us on SoundCloud. Nice. Um, fun little walk in the park there. Yeah. But uh, yeah. No. Yeah. So thank I, you. Uh, thank you. By the way, for listening. Uh. Always. Um, I go to the gym a lot, and I'm very sore, and I was, like, kind of massaging out the soreness. It's oh, bad. I go to the gym a lot. Yeah, I do. You big tree. <laughs> the the 100-foot gorilla? Which one was the 100-foot? Uh, that was, uh... The 100, 10, yeah. 100, or 10-story gorilla? Is that what you called gorilla. me? I think so. In the intro to the... I also called you a tree in the first episode, I think. Uh, boulder? I think it was a boulder in one. <laughs> You're just a rock. <laughs> You're just there. I've been called many variations of all of those things over the years. Uh, yeah, no. So I was just kind of massaging out the soreness of the chest. I was not playing with my nipples. Gotcha. This isn't. This isn't. Sure does look like. This it. isn't the Adam Sandler longest yard. <laughs> I didn't see I, it. I'm not playing with. Really? No. Oh. I mean, I'm not surprised. Not, Don't weird weird amount of judgment in that facial expression. Uh, I mean, it's not like it's, it's not like it was a can't miss that you had to see. <laughs> right. That's why I'm curious about the judgment. It, it just seemed to be like at the time it came out. It Al, you're getting off track. What about Star Wars? I would have expected it to be in your wheelhouse. Okay. <laughs> Well, you started talking about my nipples, okay? <laughs> I got nipples, fucker. <laughs> God. So the uh, Last Jedi trailer made oh us feel all sorts, all sorts of ways. Yeah. Uh, so many feels. Yeah. They just there's something about the way they do things when the Lucasfilm pops up 
the shimmer goes across the letters and they do the slow roll, like the slow crescendo. Of I also the really like in these current iterations of the Star Wars trailers, as opposed to obviously was not alive for the Star Wars trailers of the original trilogy. <laughs> the days of yore. <laughs> the days of yore. Um, and again, another tangent to our tangent. Um, I saw someone calculated the other day. It's been like 30 years, 8 months, and 20 days since we last heard Luke Skywalker. It was something Jesus. like that. Uh, since, since the credits rolled on Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Because we see him yeah, in The yeah. Force Weekends, but he doesn't say a word. Mm-hmm. Someone went back. At, at the time that the trailer dropped, they calculated years, months, days, how long it had been since we last heard Luke. There is a meme that has ruined the ending of The Force Awakens for me, and it's it's the one where he, like, they put a text on that scene, and it's like, I know there was talking. a hand. Yep. <laughs> Did you bring the hand? <laughs> it's so bad. That's the best. Um, yeah, so, um, I but from the prequel trilogy, the trailers were, what they were, they are fine. Mm-hmm. May have been the best part of some of those movies. Um, I really like, because they did the same thing with both, they've done the same thing with The Force Awakens, the original trailer, and this one. Um, the same exact sound. It opens with Finn popping up yeah, after yeah, he's yeah. crash landed on Jakku, mm-hmm. and they make that sound with that really <laughs> sharp crescendo. Yeah. Yes. They do the exact same thing with Rey mm-hmm. looking up as she's using the Force with those pebbles or whatever. Yeah. I don't know what if it, it is. If it ain't broke. <laughs> no, no, I, yeah, no, I have no problem with that at all that they use the exact same thing yeah. because it had that similarly jarring effect yep. and it's like, okay, you grab me by the balls. You have my attention yeah. now. Like, I like it. Yeah. The, it's, it's funny because it's like, uh, I was as this year, like, you know, this year's moving along, I know it, we know it's coming. Yes. Right? And I'm thinking, oh, am I going to have the same reaction when the trailer drops as I did last time and it was like a resounding like, yes yep, there it is <laughs> exact a same. resounding yeah. yes feels like it's been forever it's yes. been one year <laughs> since the last movie not even it's yeah. been like four months since oh the God. last movie and I'm still already like I can't it's wait it's so good I cannot oh it's gonna be amazing and they give us a lot to chew on this episode yeah. or this trailer um, when they're gonna play coy um, it's mm-hmm. that even As though they should. I, I know that they've well, no, they should. You're right because we've talked about that in the past, and I'm sure we'll talk about it in the future. How too many trailers either lie or spoil. Mm-hmm. This one doesn't. I didn't think it showed anything that spoiled. Unlike the Ragnarok trailer. Unlike the Ragnarok trailer. <laughs> it also has drops since our last recording. And that was not nearly as egregious as the one we mentioned in a previous episode, the the, the Spider-Man trailer. Yeah. That's egregious. Yeah. That's like a, like Exhibit A of what we've talked about is what we think is wrong with all of these. Mm-hmm. Um. But they gave us stuff that could be possibly misleading, but I don't think they lied to us. We haven't seen the movie, so we don't know if they lied to us or right. not. But stuff like Luke telling us the Jedi need to end. Yeah. It's a line that will happen in the movie. <laughs> Why? Luke, wait, <laughs> don't go! <laughs> <laughs> I will have to see where the movie goes, but um, I find it hard to believe that that's where we'll end up at the end of yeah. episode 8, that the Jedi have to end. I think that that'll be a line... <laughs> Starting that- with you! And he just- <laughs> Strikes her now. <laughs> da, 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 as the credits roll. <laughs> um, nah, that'd be a fuck you. Could you imagine if they released these movies in April instead of December? If, like that that aired on April first. Oh that would be amazing. <laughs> uh, no. Um, you won't. You won't. Could you imagine? Could you imagine a like a, a three minute movie? Where that's how it is, and they roll the credits, and then it's just like they cut, and it's like it's like I a, thought it's, about it's this. Daisy Ridley and Mark Hamill laughing. No, no, here's the actual. Yeah, yeah. We're fucking with you. Sorry. Got you. I would love it, by the way. Yeah, like or when, when you're watching when you're watching like some action movie or something, you're like, why didn't he just do this? Oh, right. 
because the movie would because be over. The movie. It's like if they if if somebody had the balls to do that and like fully like straight up release this movie like coordinate with outlets so like they actually put like a longer runtime on it than it really is yeah. and like five minutes into the movie it just ends like yes. if the other guys ended with them jumping with off them the jumping building. off the building <laughs> in the first two minutes of the movie I would have liked that movie even like I would have liked that movie I didn't uh. like it. To be honest with you, yeah, but it's fine. But if, if that was it, I would have. I think standing up mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. I would just be like, oh yeah. I mean, it <laughs> well been, done. It would have been bold as shit. Yeah, because um, because at that point they hadn't introduced even the main characters that they put in the trailer, no, yeah, which no. would have been like, oh my god, that would. Wait, I thought this was a Will Ferrell movie. <laughs> yeah. Over credits roll. Um, yeah, no. So my my take on this is that that'll likely be a Luke line that we get early in the movie, mm-hmm. and that, I mean, he's a man who's been. Completely alone for nearly 30 years, or maybe 20 years, however long. Um, we don't know what the exact timeline on that is for how long he's been in seclusion. But I expect he's been someone who's been dealing alone with PTSD for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And I expect that the course of the movie will kind of open his perspective back up to that not being such a dire. Right. Or maybe I'm wrong. Maybe. That'd be great if they just went this, he's just completely loopy and out of it. Kind of like the original time that you see Yoda. Yes. Like, even but that's him the whole it, time. He's putting it on. Yeah. But like, yeah. So that's she, actually him. She gets there and like the movie starts off right where the last one left off. And he goes, you didn't see me. And he waves his hand. And that's like, he's like, she's like, yeah. Hello. He, he just pulls a Krieger from yeah. Archer. Smoke bomb. Yeah. <laughs> and runs away. <laughs> um. Yeah, so uh, obviously we're looking forward to it. You'll hear more from us in the future. Mm. Uh, we will definitely be doing an episode for it. Oh, yeah. Uh, we'll probably. I, you know what? I think we should definitely be doing. We need to do an episode before it comes out. Before and after. Even more on like other things that materials that we've gathered. Okay. Throughout the year. Kind of a state of the union. Yeah, right before it happens, and then like immediately after, drop the next episode. This was the greatest movie <laughs> ever. Even though you know. You know, oh, or yeah. whatever. Yeah, or whatever. Um, so now getting back to the topic at hand, um, did you even say in the intro that we're doing Why Him? I don't know if I got that far. I yeah, think I'm I did. Not, well, we... we, uh, we I did. We I got the, the nod from my We went off the rails. Here. I might have been laughing and just missed it. I'm, that's probably what Let's I go did. to the show notes. Notes? What? Did he... Oh, my God. <laughs> 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 he didn't say Why Him. Perfect. Okay. Uh, yeah, back so, in your hole. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> I just got like a Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom like type of thing like mm. back to work and a snap of the whip and he's back to like <laughs> breaking rocks or something. Yeah. Um, what were they doing? Yeah. For the longest time, I've wondered that. <laughs> Sorry. So this is a relatively unique episode. Mm-hmm. We're doing our first ever like full on comedy. Yeah. Um, which is cool. We thought it'd be cool. A uh, different setup. Different. Huge fan of comedy setting. We both love comedies. So why not? Um, what? God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> or bad. you know what's funny? I didn't. I love that. The, yes. I, we need more of that. That sort of peanut gallery is acceptable. I'm okay with that. Um, we make a lot of bad jokes on this. You know, so. it's funny. It took me a second there because I didn't actually mean it <laughs> as a joke. And when you booed me, I was like, oh. uh, yeah, that was bad. Yeah, that, that was, was real bad. That was an apt boo." Yeah, when you when you hear my voice dip, it's because I turn to address my cousin who's sitting behind me, and I'm not a professional. It's a little creepy. So I'm just gonna talk He's... over there, off off mic. I'm gonna make an executive decision. Can you make this more creepy? Can you sit right behind him? Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I was thinking like like you know Step Brothers, like where they go to the interview and you don't actually see. I, I feel him behind. Me. Yeah, well he was. It's, ter- <laughs> it's 
terrifying. Hello, Miss Lady. <laughs> <laughs> I think I can help with the whole pan pan situation. So let's get to the actual movie, why which we haven't done him? yet. Why him? Um, so what did you think about this movie? Diving right in, hilarious. Yes. Really enjoyed it. Didn't think it was going to be as good as it turned out being. Yes. Which is, we could talk about this too, not sure if going in with that low bar helps. It sure it's possible. It does. We've discussed that in the past too. Yeah. Like, especially vis-a-vis Ghost in the Shell. Right. And Tacos. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, like I, I'm going into this movie and I'm thinking like, oh, you know, I love everybody that's in this. But it, the so it's probably not going to be good. Let's <laughs> even that the trailers looked like they were trying too hard. Yeah, for sure. Which usually means they're trying too hard. Not always, but yeah, that's mostly been my experience. And then like I'm randomly hearing from a couple of friends that saw it, they're like, "Oh, this was pretty good." Oh, was, I was like, "Oh, okay." I, now like anticipation starting to rise a little bit. I'm like, "Oh, you know." We're now, all about the I'm, anticipation. Now I'm, that's now I'm been excited. Too. Yeah, now I'm excited to watch this movie. Um, Got home late last night and watched it. <laughs> just so you know, full disclosure, literally just saw it. Fantastic. Uh, because we had planned this out and... This week. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Somewhat spur of the moment. Um, this is not a filler episode, but it is filmed under filler pretense. <laughs> Fact. Fact. <laughs> uh, until we can get our next full recording session. But uh, yeah, as I said, overall, really funny movie. Yes. Um, charming plot. Like, yeah. it's silly. It works. It's whatever. It's not, which in a comedy like this, you're not there for the story. Nobody is. Not, not most of the time, no. No, you're there for these, you're there to see these characters interact with, like, whatever they wrote for them. And, like, how they add their little twist on it. Yeah, they got like, kind of an interesting, like, Crucible mix, where it's like, it seemed like this wouldn't be the first pairing you'd come up with like, mm-hmm. in a comedy. James Franco and Brian Cranston could not have th- thought yeah. of a less apt, like, comedic duo. Like, the last time I had a similar, like, kind of expectation for that was when 21 Jump Street came out. When I saw Chan- Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill were going to be in, like, a buddy cop, like, yeah. comedy, I was like, that is one of the weirdest combinations yeah. of actors I've ever seen. Turns like, out, really funny Fantastic <laughs> chemistry. And the same thing in yep. this one, Brian Cranston and James Franco. Great chemistry. To toss that, touch back on that again, the uh, Channing Tatum... Jonah Hill yes. combo, and then the whole Lego movie oh, yes. situation where... Much oh, less of them, what but is still... Jack Tatum is Superman, and Jonah Hill's Green, Green Lantern, Lantern, right? Yeah, yeah. And like they just like, he just cannot, he doesn't want to put up with them. No, it's no. just such a funny thing. He's like, oh, those two guys, it's those two guys. <laughs> it's like they're characters from that movie playing those characters in the Lego movie. Yeah, it was a little bit meta, like, where <laughs> yeah. they kind of carried that same situation over. Yeah, Very silly. I can see that. Um, silly. My word of... Choice. My choice word for Lego, Lego movie stuff. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, like yeah, like you said, odd odd pairing, but it works. And then we're gonna we'll we'll dive a little deeper in, into characters because there's there's a there's a, a show stealing star in this movie. Yeah. And we'll get there. We'll do this kind of the way we've done a lot of these like new releases. Not that this is that new, but like it, it was only a few months ago. It was yeah. something with just like kind of the way that the, the schedule like laid out that we didn't get a chance to watch it or record it around the time when it came out. Right. came out a couple months before we uh, debuted our first episode. Uh, but we wanted to get to it, and we needed something to do, and we both were looking forward to watching this movie. Why um, not? Yeah. That wasn't an orca, by the way. That was a chair <laughs> sliding on the wood, the floor above us. No matter where we go, we can't seem to escape the sounds. Even when we're alone in the house, in your house, the this, cats It, it really helps. Like, I, like we, we said from the beginning, we're in a crowded bar. Yes. Well, not really. We're in a, we're in a bar right before... Last call. Yes. That's, that, that's really what this or right show at the is. beginning of happy hour, maybe? Yeah, something like that. There's a couple of people roaming Depends around. Depends on the episode because... There's a weird guy just smashed <laughs> at the corner of the bar. It's Say a hello, weird guy. Well, that was... Hey. 
<laughs> that was a drunk smile. That yeah, was weird. That you was might weird. not have been able to see it by the time you turned around. Um, it depends on <laughs> on any ra- <laughs> on any one of our random episodes. Oh, like yeah. we've talked about the idea of whether we were it's the first one we've recorded or the last one. Mm-hmm. This was more of a happy hours just starting and people are still filing into the bar because we're still pretty sober. Yeah. Whereas like something like Rogue One. Where you were pretty drunk, I was feeling. I'm telling you something about the Star Wars. <laughs> That's a last call episode. Yeah. Um, so yeah, before we get into like spoiler stuff, we'll just talk because something I felt when I was watching this movie is I had no expectation when it first came out. I heard a lot of people liked it. I heard it was like greater than the sum of its parts, and I wanted to see it. Finally, got around to seeing it this week so we could record. And still, in the first five ten minutes, actually, I wasn't. I didn't. I couldn't buy in. Same. I was having trouble, and I was like. Oh god, I've been sold the bill of goods. I hope that this turns around quick, yeah. and it definitely did. Well, what happened? What, what worked for me is like I, I was feeling that way for a split second. I was like, I don't need to feel this way because you already revealed to me that you enjoyed the yes. movie. So I was like, okay, it's gonna turn around. Yes. I'm not gonna. But it's still like I mean, even though we have so much in common with our likes in movies and stuff, yeah, we, it's still not 100. percent Yeah, for there's sure. definitely movies that you like that I'm like, I just don't get it. And like for me, like stuff that I'm really into, and you're just like, eh, it's okay. Like yeah, like the very the first what like. 15 minutes of the movie is all like they need to set it up for the story that they have to actually have there yes. for these characters to participate in. But it also had the feeling of the way like the first few episodes of a comedic like series of a TV show goes. Yeah. Where the pilot episode is always just right? like, like what is this? It had a farming? similar feeling to the way like a pilot episode of a comedy works yeah, where for sure. you're still hashing out what your characters are. You're still trying to see what sort of jokes will land and it definitely gets into its groove within about 15 minutes. Yes. Yeah. By the time they're going through the tour of the house. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. That's where it really picks up. Because before that, it's like, you know, like there's like a good laugh here and there. And again, we'll hold off on the spoilers a little bit. Because the first thing we want to talk about is kind of part and parcel to the issue that I had early on. Um, so let's, let's get into that. The idea of the um, the, the vulgarity part of it. Sure. Um, this is a very vulgar movie. If you haven't yeah. seen it and you're listening to us right now, like um, there's a lot of vulgarity, which is fine. Uh, but the first few minutes, I worried, and this is how a lot of like modern comedies are working. This is what we were like like discussing like pre-show. Um, I was worried that they were going to use the vulgarity as a crutch, mm-hmm. um, and that's how it seemed in the first few minutes. Like there was literally a conversation in which James Franco uses the word "fuck" like fifteen times yeah. in like three sentences, and they're like, um, "You got to dial down on like like the fucks," and he like, "Oh fuck, sorry, shit." I didn't yeah. Know. Like, I said, <laughs> Oh, okay. So like that's gonna be the movie, and that's where I was. That's where I was really yeah. starting to get worried with it. Um, but they did back down off yeah. of that. Um, and they it used was, it, it judiciously like a, a, the way it should be. A little plot device. It was just a thing. It yes, was like, this it was is... used as a device, and that was the thing I was worried is it was gonna be the idea of like like device versus crutch, mm-hmm. and it ended up being a very effective device, right? right? Because the idea, right, is that. Brian Cranston's character is a little bit more buttoned up. Yeah. Um, but as the movie the goes big cheese, on, yeah, as it were. Yeah. Well, you know, he's kind of got a waspy. Pretty feel sure to that's him. what his name. That's what they call him, right? They the call big, him Big Cheese. Did they call him? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I mean, yes, they do because later on in the movie, Meg Mullally calls his member Little Cheese. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Do they call him a double dick or two? No. <laughs> See, that was one of those ones that's not <laughs> that's not a good interjection. <laughs> The boo was a good interjection. <laughs> oh my god. Um, yeah. So yeah, like Ned Fleming, the Brian Cranston character. Yep. Um, you can see that kind of development throughout the course of the movie, where he's very buttoned up and he can't. But as he gets more immersed in what's going on, the events around him, 
starts to crack yeah. and starts using. He that, like, loses control and he just like kind of succumbs to the chaos. Yes, and that's <laughs> what. Really so silly. that's funny, you know. Yeah. And and James Franco like dials it down a bit, but still uses yeah. it a lot because that's who he is. Yeah, when he, character. Because when he drops, when Brian Cranston drops his first f bomb in the movie, you're just like, there he is. Yeah, there that, it that's, is. That's great. <laughs> So yeah, that was something that I was concerned about, and ultimately I'm glad that they did. It was definitely a device, yeah. Because there is a lot of funny physical comedy, which we're gonna get yes. to later. Um, oh my god, yes! So much good. <laughs> we need to talk about that one of those fight scenes. Yep. The the one that he watches from inside the house. Yep. We're Amazing. gonna talk about that later. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so yeah, there's the physical comedy. There's some really clever lines. There's some funny like on like innuendo and stuff like that. The, and, and all that's good together, but it's like it's got to be the right mix of it. Yeah, and I was and, worried it was going to be way skewed towards. And the I don't, I don't think it was like unwarranted for you to be worried about that because there, there's the James Franco movie, right? Yes, just the movies that he's in, the comedies, I should say, that he's in. Yeah, where he's yeah, like, not 127 he, hours. Yeah, he's like that over. Like he, he is that. He's super vulgar in a lot of the in a lot of these like newer comedies that he's in, and just the characters that he plays. And it's like I, I understand going in. Like I'm probably going to get this Franco. Yes. I'm okay with it. Yes. I do like him. I think he's hilarious. And he's I think fine. his delivery I, I, can be really funny, but it can be too much. Yes. I have a threshold for him. Yeah. He towed the line in this one. He did. And it was really, the, I feel like the reason is like what you said. It started off like full throttle. Yeah, it came it out too like, strong. Fuck, 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 fuck. Like just constant. Yes. And it was just like, okay, like relax. Yeah. But then, like, it's, it's like, it's a silly thing to say and you might disagree with me. I think that he is a good actor. He's fine. And... I saw him in... Um, He's shown range of times. I don't know that he necessarily always shows that in his comedic roles. He, no. That's the thing. He does. And I don't think... I don't know that it's like... I feel like it could be that it's um, it's written that way. Yeah. Like where they want him. Like, like oh, we want, we want this Franco. Yeah. You know? But like I saw him in... Uh, on like an off-Broadway play. He was in Of Mice and Men. Oh, really? Yeah. And he was fantastic. He like, was, he was, was he George? No. <laughs> no, he wasn't. Um, I can't imagine he was plays, Lenny. <laughs> uh, oh, wait, I'm sorry. I had it backwards. He's Lenny, George. Lenny's the big. He's Garrisonese. I didn't see the original oh. like movie of it, um, but Lenny's, so that, Lenny's the big. So Hulk that fell on deaf ears. Deaf ears. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Lenny was actually played by. Um, so Lenny is the is the big oaf, right? Yes. Yeah. Lenny was played by the guy that plays the cop in Bridesmaids. The Irish guy. Yes. I can't remember his name. I can't remember it either. That's why I described him that way. But he is really good in that too. But the two of them were fantastic in that play. And like I was like, oh, like James Franco is a good actor. Like, that's that's is, another one legit. that if you told me going in, like that's your pairing, yeah. I would have been like, what? What the are fuck you doing? Is this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, like so, like I said, he's I I think he's a good actor. And then like it does show through. Like it, it's a comedy. We're not here for like a a super deep story or anything like that. There's usually the story is just there. For like, it's just the vessel for the comedy to be delivered from. <laughs> That's true. Um, but he, like, in the, those moments where he does have like some semi-emotional, non-ridiculous scene, he dials he, it back. He, he dials it back and he delivers. And he, I feel like he's, I, I do think that he's good. He's, he's definitely typecasted as just a complete burnout. Yes. Yeah. You know? And that's, I mean, that that's his wheelhouse. So there's something yep. to be known for that. But this is the end. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. His, and he plays that guy real well yes. in that movie. But there's even just so much more to it. I think it's because he has he has his friends to well, he to played, bounce off of. And it's like in a really good way. I mean, he peaked too soon in that whole thing. He Like he played that archetype in Pineapple Express. Yeah, the, t- the table rocked. Yeah. I don't know why. It was a minor earthquake. It's all right. 
I'm just trying to figure out why. Are you trying to communicate with the whale? No, I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out why it happened so it doesn't happen again. Gotcha. <laughs> um, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, so he played the archetype in Pineapple Express. He yeah. was a drug dealer who was high the entire movie. Like, like that, And that's who he is on screen. And no matter what, like, varying degrees of that. He plays 100% that, 80% that, 50% that. Like, he's always that yeah. to some extent, right? Yeah, for sure. Chris O'Dowd, by the way. Is, that's him! Yes. Chris O'Dowd! <laughs> that's the guy. He's great. Yeah, I always forget his name. I always know it's like something Irish, but he's very, never very funny. One. Yeah, no, he's a funny dude. Uh, he was in a he was in a show on HBO. Yeah, I'm feeling myself again. I saw, yep. I saw your eyes. It is. Um, <laughs> um, he was on a show on HBO. One of my one of my friends like had me like watch it. It was um, Family Tree, I think it was called. Okay. Um, and it only lasted one season. I don't know why, because it was actually really funny, and it seemed like the type of thing that they would pick up. Um, it was kind of very inspired by like kind of like British comedy where it's like yeah. a lot of it's like sarcastic and understated, but like you're going to laugh out loud, even though it's not meant to be a big in your face, like type of line, but there's just so many like funny lines in it. Yeah. Um, it's something that like, you know, since HBO keeps everything, which is to their credit, it's great. Yeah. Um, check, check it out. It's like 10 half hour episodes. Yeah, so like, it's definitely. a funny, it's a funny comedy. Um, I love that HBO now. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, kind of a weird tangent or whatever, but, uh, Considering he's not even in this movie, yeah. it's all right. That's what we do. Uh, yeah, no. But I if was... you were drunk at a bar talking about this movie, you go down this route. Yes, hole. exactly. <laughs> Actually, yeah, it's it's funny. We're more organized than that conversation goes because eventually yeah. we'll get back to where we're going. Right. Well, instead of what we're we talking about, we have notes. Yes. So we can pull it back. Only like three of them, but um. So you wanted to talk more about how this fit in, right, with um, kind of general. Yeah, I. So I just thought it was going to be a dumb comedy. There's a lot of dumb comedies. Like, yes. just stupid. It's just trash. It's like a quick, like, mindless watch this thing. Yes. A couple, couple of cheap laughs, usually. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was... There were a handful of very clever laughs in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of a lot of the, just the cheap thrills yes. like that. But I was fine with it. And I really enjoyed it all the way through. Um, after the... Like, I'm sorry. I say all the way through. After the, that, that onboarding experience. <laughs> it was It was great. Um, but there's just like it, I just thought it was gonna be another one of those ones that just kind of falls by the wayside. I don't know. I'm having a hard time. Something forgettable that you'll see at 12 p.m. on a Saturday on Comedy Central. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm having a hard time remembering this because that's the thing. They're not memorable. Yes. Uh, I'm waiting. They, they, waiting. Waiting is the arch- archetype of like that whole. Situation. Disagree. I love waiting. No, no. I'm not saying I don't enjoy it, but it's a movie that if you didn't really enjoy it. You completely forget about it until you see it on Saturday afternoon on Comedy Central. Fair. It doesn't. It doesn't Fair. work for everyone. I don't even mean it that. It worked for me. I enjoyed it, but like that's uh, like that's the type of movie uh, you're talking about. What I, no, what I mean is the type of movie that like if you see it once and it, that if you saw it again like coming up, you turn it off. You had no interest in sitting down and watching it again. Oh uh, no, even. so that means it's a bad one. Though. Yeah, okay. that's what I'm saying. There's too many movies like that, and yeah. that's why I can't think of the names of them because they they kind of just. They were they were that unmemorable. <laughs> That's fair. And I was afraid that this was going to be one of those. It's like, yeah. oh, that that weird one they did with Franco and Cranston. Like, <laughs> like I thought it was going to end up being that. I'm afraid you're going to lose me now because I'm going to spend the next ten minutes thinking of one, <laughs> and you won't be able to. Yeah, and no, that's I'm, the point. I'm struggling. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know Vince Vaughn had a few because I remember being like, oh, this should have been better. <laughs> and I can't. I can't the, think the of the Kevin that James word. one. Maybe. <laughs> the one with him and Kevin James uh, where 
Kevin James. Yes. Yeah. Wait. Yeah, exactly. Because yes. I saw that. Yes. <laughs> exactly. I never the saw the dilemma. whole thing. I've seen part. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's, it's whatever. Yes. It's just a, okay. This should have been bed. Bed. Better. Better. Good or better. No. Not bad. See, you know what? No. Because this is where we it can. It put me to bed. <laughs> <laughs> no. So this is where we can we can get into that sort of thing. Um, that's a movie that reveals. And I have nothing against the guy in general. He seems like he's like kind of funny in general, like a decent guy. Um, like the myth of Kevin James being funny. Mm. Um, I forget where the hell I, I... I remember reading an article a couple years ago about this um, when they announced the Adam Sandler Netflix movies that they were doing a handful of movies together. I think one of them just came out too. Okay. Sandy Wexler, I think it was, uh, Adam Sandler. That... All Adam Sandler movies for the last almost 10 years are just vehicles for him and his friends to go on vacation and get paid. <laughs> nice. Because um, I don't know how funny Kevin James is on his own. He was good in Hitch. Mm-hmm. I never got into either of his shows, the one that's running now or King, King of Queens. Queens. Um, like people like... He was good in Hitch. Yeah, he was. Yeah. But I feel like Kevin James is someone who isn't necessarily that funny. He's just someone that people tell you is funny. Hmm. You know what I'm I saying? I can see that. Because the dilemma, Vince Vaughn, funny guy. Kevin James, oh, he's been in a bunch of comedies, he's funny. Yeah. But the movie doesn't work and it's not that funny and it's like, and I'm not blaming it all on Kevin James, it's definitely not all dilemma. <laughs> it's not all Kevin James' fault, I'm no. sure. But he, his name has a certain gravitas that he hasn't well, actually really earned, in my mind. Maybe people love him, I, but... It, it also could be, though, that like they see a couple of like the, the things that like can get a real good belly laugh. Out of him, like when he does, like his, when he's like just a, the bum, of the joke, a bumbling yeah. fool, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? But if they write him as that character, he's gonna play it, yeah. And that might—that's what falls flat. It's because it's those little things that happen in between when he's like that that are really funny. That's the problem. Is I think he's a good supporting character, sure, and he's been billed as his Top own man star, and he can't carry that. He's mm-hmm. just not funny enough to do that. Yeah. He's had funny lines. And there's he's no been- shame. And being on the Hugo Weaving supporting level. <laughs> we were talking about that earlier. Right? Yeah. My, my, my list of favorite actors, none of which can be yeah. a leading man. <laughs> Your list of favorite supporting actors. Yes. Um, yeah. So, um, do, so what? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, yeah, to go back to the I point of... Al had explode. Yeah. Yeah, that was a clusterfuck of... I don't even know what's going on up there right now. Um where uh yeah no so yeah to go back to what your like your idea of like where this stands among modern comedies I think this one definitely sticks its head up above yep. the rest in a lot of like it's dangerously close though to just a whatever comedy but it's it's got the right mix it's like the perfect storm of like little things that make yes. it work yeah yeah um I think early on it seemed like it was dangerously close I think yeah. it definitely distinguished itself yeah. during the run mm-hmm. although it suffered from Lord of the Rings ending. Where it ended like three or four times before it actually ended. Ah, uh, okay. I, I didn't really. I didn't feel that way watching it. I could see what you mean now. It dragged in the last ten or fifteen minutes. Yeah. Where, um, and this. But it did, and it will get to that part. Um, I threw my pen. I apologize. Um, that's not even the forty-pound metal pen. No, it? it's not. It's a different metal pen. <laughs> it's the thirty-pound metal pen. Um. But there's a it dragged on for a little bit the ending, but there was a, a joke that just got like squeezed in right at the last minute that I, I was just hysterical laughing, and we'll we'll get there when we get into the spoiler territory, which I think we're about to do. Yeah, I think so. That seems like the right time. Yeah. So with that being said, spoilers. Yep. We're gonna talk about specific jokes and funny things that happen in this movie. Absolutely. Um, and I'll start there so that I don't forget about it. Do it. The movie drags on for a little bit at the end. There, it you feel like it's ending a few times. 
he proposes to her. Yes. And she says no. Yep. That's the that's the basic. That's that's what happens at the end. The beauty of that delivery though is he's like so beaten, but not because she said no. He thinks they broke up. Yes. And she's like, which oh, honestly, yeah, kind of reasonable. Yeah, kind of reasonable. But a lot of times, but, when I think we're in situations like that. Right. Like, but when she when she was like, she like she like they did this thing where like she's looking at her dad and he's talking. And you see it in her face where she realizes that he thinks that it's completely over. Yes. And she's like, oh, God, no. <laughs> I, mean, look, I didn't end it. I just said no now. And he's like, and he, and he actually, to, to your point of him being a good actor, like he actually saw that. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's this great. Awesome. <laughs> like, so like, he funny. like genuinely thrilled yeah. to find out that they didn't break up. <laughs> yes. So silly. Um, so let's. Let's jump back to the beginning of this movie. Yes, where the problems began mm-hmm. uh, that we were a little bit worried about. the it, The movie starts off this intro of them at and that at first scene was funny. The fifty fourth birthday birthday that I actually found funny. It was in the immediate aftermath of that yeah. that it, that I had problems with it. Even that scene, I like it. Just felt very for. I understood. It's just like the it is kind of systemic of like making a comedy like this. Like there's there's that scene. It's it's set up. They have to do it to yeah. make the story begin and. That's that's what it, it felt like. Okay, let's get this over with. Yeah, kind of deal. Well, you know what? It was even a little different for me. This because it opens with them on the Skype. Yes. Conversation, which was funny that to was start. Funny. It was funny to start, but then they made the joke where he's gonna pull his dick out like yep. eight times, mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, it was funny. Uh, still kind of funny. Okay, stop trying to pull your dick out. Like it's not. Yeah, we're we're past that now, and like they kept doing it, mm-hmm. and I was like, eh. and then they went to the dinner, and some of that was funny. The him showing up in the background, I was cracking up. Yeah. Like you know, I thought that was all legitimately funny. Like, and it, like not expecting Brian Cranston to snap that early and yeah. smash the, the the computer against like the yeah. the wall. I was that laughing was hard. Which it's it's so funny because there's a lot of like there's a, a handful of um, I'm just backtracking. There was a lot of now. There's only a handful. Okay. Uh, of uh, foreshadowing in those scenes, which is really silly. Like, j- like the fact that he snaps yes. like that is one of those things. Which, admittedly, fair. He's watching this dude shake his ass. Yeah. In front of his, all of his coworkers and family. <laughs> and then, yeah, that, like it's that that I love that because like that's also like, the that's dude is planning goes. on fucking his daughter on the camera in front of him. Right. <laughs> which also like is kind of. Another like hint at like what's to come later on, where yes. where he where they're on the desk above him. Oh my god! Which was just a really awkward. I can't scene. believe they went all the way on that joke. Yeah, <laughs> they went all in on that joke. <laughs> um, but uh, it's a really silly thing. The framing of that shot, I liked a lot. Uh, when they him under the desk, or no, no, of the uh, back at the um, at the the birthday dinner. Yes, the, when she calls in on Skype, mm-hmm. the framing of the shot you see. It is laid out for you. You know what's happening. Yes. You just wait for it. Yes. You wait for him to walk in the door. And you're yes, like, because of the way it's so clearly shows his entire room, face, the entire room, and her door. Yes. Like that's the scene, right? And then you're thinking, okay, what is he going to do? Like he's going to walk in, he's going to be naked, or yes. he's going to be walk in. And what is the line for the Pineapple Express? Or what, what was it? The, um, ah, whatever. I, I don't remember <laughs> what it was. But uh, so, like, you, like he's going to probably like walk in. Butt naked, or like walk in and immediately say something. Yes. And like, which one are they going to do? And you're like, you're not even watching the character. You're looking at the door. Yes. Waiting for him to come in. Yeah, what you said wasn't important. No. And then when he comes in, you're like, oh, he's not naked. Oh, he didn't immediately do that. And then he just pulls his yes. hands out. It's like, <laughs> just so stupid. 
Yes. Loved it, though. Like, and that's, like, it started to, like, kind of pick up for me, and then we got into... Well, see, the thing that completely dragged was him being in the office. And I get that that was plot yep. necessary to what was going on. It was just, like, it was so dry. Yep. And, like, I don't have a problem with Cedric the Entertainer, like, being in it or whatever. Is that who that was? Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, huh. It was, like... I didn't even realize that. I feel like, well, because, like, they just didn't give him anything to do. Right. Like, it could have been anyone. Like, in, like he's a pretty funny and, dude. Yeah, he like, is. Um, I just thought it was weird that, like, they didn't really give him anything to do. Like, he played that thing completely straight, other than the final thing we see of him in that meeting where he's talking about all the different situations and how, like, his daughter is getting fucked at yeah. college. <laughs> like, that yeah. was kind of funny, but that, yeah. that was literally all that he did in the movie that mattered. Yep. And it took a few minutes to get to that. Um, and then, like, we go to the whole point where, like, he goes... To where the whole family ships out to California and sprung on them that he's a billionaire or millionaire, multimillionaire, yeah. um, you know, Silicon Valley guy. And uh, that's where the whole vulgarity thing takes off because James Franco fucks you in the face with the F word. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's way too much. Right? Right up front. Um, yeah, sorry. I just. I just motioned. I'm just gonna let you know that. I just motioned at Alice. Like, don't lean on the table. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I was using it as a crutch. Yeah. it wasn't a device. <laughs> I like that. Right, <laughs> you brought it back. <laughs> um, yeah, you're right. And that's like, and he's like, okay, and here we go. Okay, f bomb after f bomb. I'm like, okay, I get it. I I find that word funny too in certain situations, but not over and over. Used judiciously. For no and I'm like, oh boy. And that that is like I said, that's the part where I was like, uh, and I was like, wait a minute. Al said this was gonna be good. Yes. I think I'm going to be all right. And we did get a little like sprinkling of it in there. They probably took the joke a little too long, but the idea of him asking the kid, the brother, um, what your favorite curse what's your favorite curse word? Because that's the whole thing. Dominic, go ahead. What's your favorite curse word? God damn it! We have you here for this whole thing, and you didn't even you can't even give me the line about the double dicking. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of ruined, so. <laughs> I'll just go back to the peanut gallery. And- uh, okay, I'm sorry. I caught you by surprise, I know. You kind of ruined me before. No. <laughs> the average listener is like, who is this asshole in the background? I don't want to hear him on the show again. No. And they never... Uh, uh, wow. Uh, <laughs> well, in order to actually be on an episode, not in the peanut gallery, you got to listen to the episodes. <laughs> now you're just being a dick. I'd, I'd agree. Yeah! <laughs> That's my peanut gallery. I love it. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, you know, I got to have... If you just sit there and agree with me, this is going to be the best... <laughs> Working relationship ever. <laughs> no, I was gonna say you gotta have a like. Not that we deserve reverence, but a little bit of respect. If do you want to be on the episode, do, oh, if you want to be on it, sure. In general, no, no, God, we no. deserve none. <laughs> no, no, zero respect. But no, the point is, if you want to be on an episode, you have to have like a working understanding fair, of what's going fair. on. You gotta listen to some fair. of the episodes, and he hasn't done that. I have been listening. To Pay your episodes. dues. Work your way up to the top. Insert cliche here. I was just looking at him to see how long he'll go. <laughs> That seems no, to two, be the limit. Two cliches was Moving on. Um, so double dicking. Double dicking. Like, yeah. That was funny. <laughs> it was. That was really funny. And that's like, that, like it, that was the first point where like the, the vulgarity made me go, <laughs> Yes. That was stupid. Yeah. <laughs> See, like that was a good application of yeah. it. And after that sequence, they start to move past it. And that's where the movie takes even, off. Even that, like when he's like, what's your favorite curse word? And he's like, what's the first one he says? Like He's like, tits. Yeah. Or something like that. And he's like, he goes... Classic. Yeah. Classic, Classic. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, so stupid. But like, and those are those stupid jokes that, like, they're, 
there, I liked when they peppered in. Yes. Like a real like a real thumb joke. And they did a good job of like the escalation too, like titties. Yeah. What's his name? Bobby, right? Or what's it? Kevin. No? <laughs> Kevin! No. Uh, <laughs> no Kevin was name? the Scotty, Scotty, yeah. Scotty, yeah. Kevin was the the IT guy yes, for yes. Um, Kinda of funny. He had his yes. moments. He yeah, we actually uh well, on on his on him, uh, terrible person. Oh, his character because right he's in front like, of his wife yeah, he's like in love with his boss's daughter, but he's married with children. Yes, and, and he's, he's like blatantly he's talking about her. blatantly talking about it, asking to asking his boss to take the Skype conversation, put it up to watch his daughter getting fucked, <laughs> so that he can watch his daughter getting fucked. Oh my god! <laughs> but back to Scotty, like they, they did a good escalation where it was like. Titties. Oh, yeah, classic. Scotty. You know, ass. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Double dicking. I don't know that well, one, man. I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> That's, oh my God. Yeah, and that classic, like, stoner, like, delivery. Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. But it takes off from there. Like, the, the whole thing, like, the whole tour of the house mm-hmm. was entertaining. Um, the, the, <laughs> all the ridiculous, like, artwork in the house and yep. stuff like that. Um, the moose submerged in, in its, its own, own urine. urine. <laughs> what does he, he say? He, like, and he says what it means, and it's like, ah, whatever. And he walks away. Yeah, yeah, like it had some deeper, yeah. like, like uh, subtle meaning. Um, and you you know that's going to have to come back later, and it came back later in the movie spectacularly. Um, when they go to the bedroom, and it's, was it the capybara's fucking or something like that? <laughs> yeah, I don't even remember. That's what that is. And it literally, sure that's what it was. not just a picture of it, but it literally says... Happy bear is fucked. Yeah. Or like, something like it's that. It's like, like in text over, yes. the, over the image. So stupid. <laughs> like that stuff is funny. Yeah. The whole the whole set yes. for the for the remainder of the movie is great. Yes. Especially when he's like there's a shot of him just like Brian Cranston just sitting nonplussed on the bed and the picture is behind yep. him. Like that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> but also we get when they first come to the house, we get him meeting Keegan Michael Key's character, Gustav. Yep. German Kegel Michael King. German, the German half black man Keegan Michael King. And it, this is where we're talking. We we alluded to earlier. He steals the show. Yeah. He anytime is the he gets single funniest thing about this movie. Yes. Anytime he gets more than one line in a scene, he steals the scene. Yep. And I love it because I love him. He is hysterical. Times where he got no lines and he stole the scene. They're talking at dinner, and he's just creeping he from creeps, the kitchen. He creeps out to the side. And looks at looks at them while they're having their conversation because this is where you fr- get your like first I think real inkling that he really cares about Laird. Yes, like he's like it, he's like his Alfred. Yes, you know. And and it's funny it, too because <laughs> like they have the scene where they're in the cupboard and he says, you know, listen, I know that I pay you a ton of money, but you're really my best friend. Yeah, yeah. And, like that means a lot to him because yeah. like, he really does. <laughs> right, but so, but he he does it. He leans out and he's watching them have this conversation because he, he is rooting for him. It's what you find out in this scene. He's looking at him. He's like. Like listening, and then he says, James Franco says, uh, Laird, he says something goes way over the top, real dumb, and he just shakes his real head. Stupid. Yeah, and he just, and you're like, okay, that's what this character yes, is. And he, he just, just shakes his head and he slinks back, and like, you're just like on board with him. With he's got those, those mutton chop, ridiculous, facial weird hair. facial hair, completely shaven head, right? Which, like he normally has, yep, completely shaven face, and then very well sculpted sideburns, yeah, trimmed, yeah, very weird, <laughs> so dumb. But he's and that he stuck to that accent. Hardcore yeah, the entire time, and it was amazing. <laughs> and you were just like, it's like first it's it's funny, and it's funny, and then like halfway through the movie, like halfway through his scenes, you're like, wait, why? <laughs> <laughs> and that makes it so much funnier for the rest yes. of the movie. <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> he 
he is he is the star of this movie. He is yes. the best thing. Yeah, even though he's got like 18th billing, like he's the best part of this movie, yep. no doubt. Even though I enjoyed James Franco yep. and Brian Cranston together. Um, the the scene. So like I remember when I saw the trailers for this movie coming out, um, watching him attack James Franco in the trailer, and I'm thinking. Okay, they're ripping off the Pink Panther and Kato and everything. Yeah, and then they have a full conversation about it, and neither of them no knows idea. what it's talking about. Like, they, they probably took the joke a little bit too long, but like, I thought that was funny shit because when I was watching the trailer, I was like, they're just gonna wholesale rip it off. Yeah, and the fact that like they yes, <laughs> they, they most certainly like, did. Not only did they rip it off, they're acknowledging it, which is the right way to do it, I yeah. guess. You know, uh, <laughs> but like, can we talk about those fight scenes now? Yes, like, is this a absolutely. good time to talk about it? Because that's what I wanted to talk about. The amount of laughter, like, I don't laugh a single part like harder. Yeah, I'm shaking the table again. Um, like a single part harder where he's where where Ned is standing looking out the window and he sees Laird feeding the chickens. <laughs> and you're watching it because you can tell that at this stage that Ned is trying to find dirt on him and like see like yeah. what the deal is. And he's like, okay, he thinks he's alone. Now he's going to reveal his true he's nature. He's going to do something terrible. Yes. Because he's he, he, well, he looking over his shoulder. Yeah, right? well, he's, like, no, he's just feeding the chickens, and then he starts to look around, and he's got this weird expression on his face, and I'm waiting for, like, what is he going to do? Is he going to, like... Just like, like, Is he going to murder one of yeah. the chickens? Like, what? what's happening? And, and then, for a split second, you go, oh, God, that is what he's doing. And he turns <laughs> and grabs the chicken by its head and launches it <laughs> at Gustav. <laughs> and starts... The most ridiculous, and it's the funniest part is it's the second part of the fight, or the second fight that they've had. And earlier, Gustav said, "What happened to your evasive parkour?" Right, and then it kicks off him doing the evasive yep. parkour. He's like, he like somersaults, he runs up the structure. Yes, and but then and they're both like swinging past each other, yeah. like, and then he just he jumps off and completely ruins it. Yes, like, like face plants on whatever ridiculous sculpture <laughs> is, sculpture. and he just like falls onto the ground. And then Gustav goes over to him and like helps him up. Yes, and it's just adorable. It's just stupid, and, and that's where you get to hear their audio too, because the whole the whole scene is is played from Ned's perspective, mm-hmm. where he's looking at the window. You don't hear what's right. going on after he threw the chicken. You don't hear the rest of yep. it. You just see them running and him chasing him. And then it goes back to him and he goes, Oh man, I almost had it. Oh yes, sir, you almost did. <laughs> and he did not almost yeah. have it. <laughs> but that was that was great. Those was, was it three times they did the There was the, the initial fighting? one when they actually have the conversation Which about is the Pink Panther. Yeah. Yes. In the woods. And like Ned's trying to help him because he's like, Oh my god, he's about to be murdered by his butler. Yeah. And he's like, No, no, no. Stay away. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, they all laugh it off, and, they, and he explains the whole deal. You see, the second one where he throws the chicken. Yep. <laughs> but then there's the 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 the, uh, the, the takedown in the suit. In right? The suit. Isn't he wearing a suit when he takes him down that last time? Well, and puts him in an arm bar or something. I don't remember that. What I was thinking of, there was a time when they're in the cupboard, and he likes. <laughs> <laughs> they have a very tender moment where that's the line where he says, you know. You're my best friend, even though I pay you right. so much money. And they have a warm embrace. And then James Franco attacks yep. Gustav, and Gustav defeats him after slamming him and into the glass thing. And he goes, Oh, that was very good improvisation using the tender moment yeah. to your advantage. <laughs> <So good. laughs> that was when he puts him in the armbar, yes. I think. Um, and then there was the one little thing in the post credit, like Stinger, when, when James Franco's Skyping. And and uh, and and Gustav attacks him. And yes, he, that's and what goes, I'm talking about. And he goes, Gustav, it's not a sneak attack if I could see. Oh god! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid, but it's so good. And we see the evasive parkour again. Also, when um, yeah, now you're doing it with your elbow, right? Um, I think actually think you started the shaking, and then I'm I not and then I leaned on it. I'm not touching. 
Let's go to the tape. Tape. Al was touching. Crushed it. Not, so, He's on my side. So the tape is unreliable. How much did you pay him? I didn't. He's just, you know. I'm watching you. So you have that time at the end where we kind of... I just to- feed him small scraps while we've been watching. That's, what he, that's why he missed out there on the last... There is so much food upstairs, <laughs> and you're feeding him no, scraps, no, and that's he okay. can't have those yet. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we have the evasive parkour sequence in the climax of the first of the 16 endings. <laughs> yeah. Where he does the thing, and he's flipping, and he's fighting him, and he doesn't know what the fuck is going on, and then... Brian Cranston bites him in the dick. Yep. And or balls. Which he apologized for later on. Great and, callback. Oh my god. Um, they, sorry for biting your dick. They, sorry for biting your dick. You got the balls too. I did. <gasps> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, and they did a few of those too because there was also the whole conversation when they're on the TP with the Bukaki. Yep. That was. And Adam Devine. Great cameo. Great. Love him. Yes. And he it gets. We're going to have to cut that. That's fine. What was it? I didn't hear what the words were. Oh, I think he said let's eat. Oh, okay. Um, I'm not cutting it. <laughs> it's, it's in. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we're doing this while Easter dinner's been being cut. <laughs> um, get it in while you can. Yeah, right? Uh, so, uh, <laughs> we, yeah, we get the, uh, where he uh, he calls back. Uh, Adam Devine gets the pleasure of describing in detail to Ned and his wife, Barb. Barb, mm-hmm. Megan Mullally, who we haven't even talked about yet, and she yeah. was pretty funny too. Um, he gets the distinct pleasure of explaining to them what Bukaki is in the right. middle of that ridiculous scene, and then shows them. Oh my god! And then shows Scotty the like ten-year-old kid. <laughs> yeah. And oh, how god. weird was that, Adam Devine and Scotty, when like the party is like yeah. in full like fervor, and he's getting Scotty drunk. And then at one point, he's got him upside down, and he's shaking him. Like, yeah. he's trying to get ch- yeah. loose change <laughs> like out of his pocket. Pockets. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> oh, my God. It's so ridiculous. So let's get back to Megan Mullally real quick. Tammy, too. Tammy, too. The best. <laughs> yes. The librarian herself. Yes. The horrible librarian. <laughs> what does she call her? What is uh, Amy Poehler's character? Uh, they call her so many... Parks I, and Rec references. Yeah, no, I always think of familiar. when Ron talks about, like... Smelling sulfur and her cloven hoof and yeah, yeah. calling her the devil. I, I could smell the sulfur yes. coming off her hooves. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't remember what it is actually that that Leslie calls her. She's here. She's here. <laughs> Such a great show. Oh my god! If you do not watch or did not watch Parks and Rec, I think it's all on Netflix. Go back. Get to it. Yeah, just total treat yes. the whole way through. Fantastic. Bringing it back to Megan Mullally, a show that suffers from that pilot episode. Yeah, and like really the whole very Pilot short first season. season. Yeah. Um, none of the people are real human beings. No, it's so robotic. <laughs> yes. And then like after a while, it's just like they they get into their groove and figure out like what yes. the show is supposed to be. Because like yeah. to, it was to the point that like I flat out can't stand Leslie in that show. In the yeah. first season. Yeah. But back to Megan Mullally, who really funny because by all accounts, like her, like the voice that she always, always has on, like, not saying... She doesn't actually... The Tammy like, 2 voice? To a degree, she puts on the voice, but she has that voice. Yes. It's just overemphasized in a lot of the roles that she does. By all accounts, it should bother the hell out of me, but I find her to be hilarious. Oh, it depends on what she's, she's so doing, funny. right? <laughs> yeah. But in this movie, she was great. And there was a there's a particular scene in the bedroom yes. where she was... Was high, she high? high as yeah, balls. high as high as a kite. Yes. <laughs> the, the way she, where she was, she thought she was like just vaping like 
nicotine. Right. And accidentally. It was vaping. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, An e-cigarette. <laughs> which actually, we hadn't even like discussed this at all, um, but it kind of played into that whole scene. Kelly Cuoco? Yes. Cuoco? I don't know how to pronounce her name. That was great, too. As the computer? Yes, yeah, but like a computer that's like not... Like it just like so so much like a human like like it was a flat out human stream yeah like they didn't touch on it but she was basically an AI yeah but it was great <laughs> like, I think they asked her question at one point it's like it's almost as if she's doing something else she's like oh shit and then she answers yes yes <laughs> what yeah she's like oh, I'm really busy guys like, it's so so and also like towards the end when um when Ned was or towards towards the end of them staying at the house when Ned was like running up the stairs or down the stairs and yelling something. And she's like says something to him like, "Oh, should I put like that on your schedule?" She, not goes, now, not now. He goes, God, are you always such a dick. And, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he goes, "Yes." <laughs> oh man! But uh, that's that scene in the bedroom, yes. where she's high as shit. So funny. And yeah, because like that's where she starts slipping into Tammy territory, yep. where the overly sexualized, <laughs> yeah. like you know, because she was like similar to him, like pretty buttoned up, like yeah. not as much of a dick as him, mm-hmm. but like similarly like conservative. And she like lets it all hang out in that scene. Right. <laughs> it's so so. She's her delivery is great though. I, yes. I, I find her to be. Hilarious. She was good as kind of like, she like helped to reset certain scenes. Yeah. And she had like a bunch of like really funny one-off lines mm-hmm. that were like subtle and under with great delivery. Yes. Yeah. Which is like that part is like the opposite of her role in Parks and Rec. Yeah. That's really like the only thing that I really know her from. Mm-hmm. Um, where everything is way over the top in that show. She does everything way under delivered in this yes. and it's like perfect. Mm-hmm. So funny. Um, the AI character that has that little relationship with her though. She's like with the the toilet bowls that have the self-cleaning. Oh, yeah, we didn't even talk about that with, fifth, with Gustav stuff. Like button from the right. That, oh, another Gustav the, scene. The that scene was amazing. with him and... Because that's the only really extended scene we got with him and Ned. Yeah. Where Ned is on the the toilet and doesn't know how to... There's no toilet paper. doesn't know how to Paperless flush. household. Yes, paperless household. All forms of paper. <laughs> <laughs> Except for the password. Honestly, oh, <laughs> dumbest thing. Dumbest thing. Of all the things, this is what's on paper. Right. Um, yeah, no, him and Gustav and that were really, the, really funny. And he, because he has, he's so fun in this movie, and he's so funny without having to say words. Similar to the scene where he leans out that I was talking about earlier. When they're the scene, dinner, he, he, he leans out. in. The door opens out, and he's just. Oh, I was even. In. I was no. even thinking about that. That was good. I was thinking of when he gets to the point where he's trying to help him with the. And remote. he's entirely too close to his and face. And he's the kneeling whole time. down next to him on the toilet, and he's leaning in. Yep. To look at the thing, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like. Fraught with tension, like you can almost so cut it with a knife, and it's just his face right next to his knee. Yep, and then he farts. Oh god! <laughs> and then like his stomach like growls a little bit afterwards, and he's like, well, "I forget he was like what the, he said." The, it he was. goes, "He goes, uh, my stomach's not agreeing with me. I think it was the bear. I can assure you, it was the bear." <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. The edible paper. Oh my god! So stupid. Scotty, knock that off. Eat your paper. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what section you have. Yeah. <laughs> when he's handing the newspapers. Yes, yes. Oh my god, so stupid. Um, I, I, one, now what's funny? The beginning of the movie we were talking about it was like a little slow moving. It was a little forced. Obviously, same thing happened. It happens at the end with Kiss. It was, yeah. it was too much. It was. It was definitely too much. I liked that they tried to get it in there, considering they built it up. But I would have thought it would have made more. What I was expecting to happen was. In the same vein that they built up the fact that he drove a Tesla and then Elon Musk is at the party. Which was a great cameo. Yes. 
I thought Kiss was going to perform at the show. Oh, uh, okay. And they weren't there for, like, the party. Mm-hmm. And instead they do the thing, which could have been good with the whole proposal thing. But the way they did it, I just think didn't really stick the landing. Yeah. And it was, like, like I was saying, like, the whole, like, Lord of the Rings thing where it's, like, you climax with, like, them fighting at the house and then they leave. But then he shows up again at their house in Detroit or wherever in Michigan. I think, I thought they were in Detroit or somewhere near there. Um, And there's a whole nother thing because he surprises her and she goes in the house and storms off and they have their reconciliation and he gives them his blessing finally. And then there's the proposal and they bring kisses into it and then... These are your Lord of the Rings endings. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it was a little bit more condensed. Mm -hmm. Not as long as the whole way the Return of the King ends, but like, it's kind of the same thing where it just like keeps like Seeming like we've hit that like emotional climax right. and are going to end, and then something else keeps stacking. And, but to and what saved those scenes? Good stuff. Again, oh of course, no go or like go like, or like, no go, no go as in don't do it or no go as in like no go. go. No, it's a, it's a no comma go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you released the doves anyway. Yes. Oh my god. And and uh, that was actually good. The dove shitting on. Them. Yep. Oh no. <laughs> Oh God! No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, there is another couple. It happens, I think, twice in the movie, where Brian Cranston will say something, and what a quote such as "That's life." And that was kind of funny. Laird yeah. goes, "Dude, so deep. Did you come? Did up you with come that? up with that? The words that's life? No." <laughs> <laughs> There was there was one earlier in the movie too. I don't know if you remember what it was. Yeah. Um, shit. No, it was like a pretty like it was like well known a, a common quote yes. like that everybody. He's like, like he's never heard it. Before, a little, little bit more understandable than than the that's just life yeah. thing <laughs> right. that, that he was confused, but still very recognizable. Yep. Like everyone should have heard it at some point in their life. Yeah, I can't remember what it was. It was. I think it actually followed up the scene, which was also fantastic, where he's he's trying to to start the chainsaw. And Brian Cranston's character, Ned, he goes, give me that. And he pulls it out of his hands and he, like, puts the glasses up on his forehead. And he just... Way over the top, like, Rips it sequence. once and it starts and he goes, total dad move! Yes! <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it was when they were in the car, right? After yeah. That, with the, where they do the <sighs> Christmas vacation scene. Yeah. With yeah, the tree, with the tree hanging well past the car. Yep. That, that was great, too. I love that. <laughs> Those assholes tried, what, like, like, stole my game idea or something. They chopped their tree down. Wait. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There was like a rival software company yeah. or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's so stupid. Ape Assassins? Yep. Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. Um, yeah, then, the, so back to those those endings that happened over and over again. Those endings. <laughs> it's like, that, that movie It that movie definitely spikes and then drops yeah. with, with everything. You could fast forward through the past the last ten minutes or so of the movie and maybe throw the subtitles on so you can catch some of the words yep. to hear what they're saying. No, no, you don't it. really need to see the whole thing. And again, like you're not in this movie for like an Academy Award winning story. You're in it for fun and to laugh and they get the job done. Although the elevator pitch thing was funny. <laughs> and the whole wrap up of them doing their own version of yes. the toilet. That was cool. Yeah. I like I liked that. <laughs> it became this whole big family business. Yep. What was the uh the Fleming Mayhew Yes <laughs> company? <laughs> Oh man, but overall, solid flick. Yeah, big fan. There was a uh, there was one other thing you want to talk about, right? I would watch that again. Oh yes, that is the 
Good call. The Vince Gilligan uh, Theorem. Oh, yeah, I just happened to look over yeah, and see. Glance at our notes. Yes. The Vince Gilligan Theorem. Glance at our three notes. Which is, <laughs> so, in a, in a handful of interviews, um, when Breaking Bad was, like, at its peak, Vince Gilligan would talk about hiring com- comedians to, to do, do dramatic, dramatic roles. roles because, like, they... If they can make you laugh, they can make you do anything. Yes. Right? Which we've discussed in a previous episode, yeah. which the two of us can't remember which one exactly. it is. Listen, listen before, to all of them and let us out. know which yeah. one it was, because we don't remember. Um, but there's, I think there's something to be said for Brian Cranston here. Mm-hmm. Um, Going Brian, like the opposite way? Not I. Yes, as far as most people would... Think of him have, as Walter White. Right. But he was on Malcolm in the Middle. It's true. I he didn't was, actually watch that show. No, but he, like, I didn't watch it either. But I, I went, went back and, like, I watched a few of, like, you know, best clips or stuff like My that. My entire reference point for that show is the Family Guy joke that they do, where they have them all, like, is him and the kids sitting at the table, and the mother is yelling at them, which I guess was pretty common in the show, and she's just, like, losing her head. And the Brian Cranston character gets up, walks to the refrigerator, Unscrews the screws on the the freezer door, turns around and cracks her over. Oh the head my with god! The thing. <laughs> and he goes, "That's it, we're free." And him and the boys walk out into the street, and they walk down the street as like the sun's setting, like in front of. Them. <laughs> That's my entire reference point for that That's show. So ridiculous. <laughs> but <laughs> but they get, like to to this point though, like he's like it was a it was like a family show. It was a comedic, like semi comedic yeah. role for him. He is in the, funny. In the full house type yeah. of, like, thing, yeah. yeah. He is inherently funny. Like, he can make me laugh really easily, like, especially in this movie. Like, he's not over-delivered nothing. He is just generally funny. Yeah. Like, he can be. And I think that it just kind of, like, proves that point. That show, Breaking Bad, is fantastic. You have and that was the role another character that can also make you laugh, taking the lead role there. The Malcolm in the Middle role is the one that he's talked about, too, where he said that after that show was over he was planning on retiring from acting oh really yeah he said that in the past that if breaking bad hadn't come around and he hadn't auditioned seriously for it he was planning on doing something else like i guess for whatever reason, like there was no roles coming in for him he mm-hmm. wasn't a really that well known of an actor i don't even know what else he was in at the same time or earlier um I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that he was saying that at the time when that show was wrapping up uh he didn't have any prospects and he wasn't planning on continuing acting and then Breaking Bad came to him and I guess he was like interested by it and I, I might be slightly misremembering I do remember the fact that he said that he was planning on walking away because okay. he didn't have other roles coming um, and he got hooked on with Breaking Bad and it became yeah. a phenomenon right you know it's an incredible show and he was incredible in it right um, and that's for that so that's my so reference so point is him as Walter White and even in recent years with the ending of that show him in dramatic roles whether it be kind of a bit part in the Total Recall remake or him in, I didn't see it, but I've seen like stuff with the, like Trumbo and yeah. he was in that uh, one about, um, all the way that he was really good in that. But again, the dramatic play. role. Um, well, he was, I, yeah, I actually he was really in the play that. And then he was in the, the movie. Well, I saw the movie. I didn't yeah. see the play. Um, really good. Um, for just being like an HBO movie. Hmm. Um, no, the other one about, um, the space on true story. I always forget the name of the guy and the movie, um, where he's, Infiltrating the 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 really well known uh, drug dealer is it um, Escobar? I'm trying to. I don't remember what you're talking about. It was just a couple years ago. Let's look it up. Two or three years ago. He cranced. I was just talking about it with Dominic the other day, actually. Oh, I forgot he was in Argo. 
I never saw it. The Infiltrator is the name of the movie. And it's okay. Pablo Escobar. It was based on a real story. I don't know if it, the I don't know how realistic the telling of it was because I didn't see right. the movie. But that's the the type of roles you expect from him is him oh my God. serious roles. I forgot that he's Zordon in the new Power Rangers movie. Well, I didn't see that. <laughs> I um, did that, but I want. And I wouldn't call that a drama, but I wouldn't necessarily call it a comedy either. <laughs> um, Fair. <laughs> and even Godzilla, right? Where he yep. a super serious. Like that's who he is to me. Is he's mm-hmm. a dramatic actor, but he has he cut his teeth well, like, in but, comedy and like to like the. To the Vince Gilligan point, they're like, it's funny because it's like, he is, there is something special about him. Like, yes. when he's in those roles, it's like, wow, this guy's really good. And then, for me, now, like, with that thought in mind that he dropped about Bob Odenkirk, like, hiring. Like, right? Yeah. When, you look through that lens anytime you see this sort of situation. Right. So, like, oh, this guy's really, really good. And then he makes me laugh in this movie, like, a lot. Yes. And I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Yes. <laughs> like, th- this works. He does a great, like... Vince Gilligan, you genius. <laughs> He does. He does some of that Walter White ishness in this. Not the drug dealing part, but the slam at the computer. Man. Yeah. No. No. It's it's the idea of just like a regular dude mm-hmm. who is just exasperated by his surroundings. Like, how many times does he have lines like that? Right. In, in Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of them get elicit a chuckle in the show, and in yep. this, they play it up even higher than that. Like where he's just completely incredulous, and it's like yeah. it's funny. <laughs> So good. I I love him. I'll watch him. Anything that he's in, I am that much more interested in seeing because he's in it. Yeah, no, I'm, that series. I'm, I'm excited to see what he has to offer, right? Yeah, for sure. Any any other points you want to touch on? I don't know where I was going with that for a second. Yeah, that was... I lost it. That was a little bit of a letdown. Sorry. <laughs> Apologize to you all. Sorry, listeners. This, this is, is how we're going to leave. This is, yeah, oh, this is it. This episode. It. Anything else you want to talk no, about? No, I'm good, here? All right. So that's been episode nine of Flicks and a Six, <laughs> a Spin Tune production. Check out SpinTune.com to catch a new episode every Monday and a new article every Thursday. If you want to keep the conversation going, you can reach us at The Spin Tune on Twitter and Facebook or email The Spin Tune at gmail.com. That's T-H-E-S-P-I-N-C-H-O-O-N. Thanks for tuning in. And scene.